Matt, thank you uh, for joining me today on Press Day. Hey, Elias, how are you doing? Thanks for having Good. me. Can't complain, you know, uh, exciting times. You know, we got the Dynasty of New England Patriots premiering uh, on Apple TV Plus February 16th. You know, I'm a diehard Patriots fan. What a run for those last 20 years we had. <laughs> well, I yes, I uh, I can't say we. I, I I did not grow up a Patriots fan. So, uh, but yes, it's an incredible story. So, uh, what drew you to this project and uh, to jump into this story for the New England Patriots dynasty? So, I had been working on a documentary called uh, Tiger about the golfer Tiger Woods for HBO, and Jeff Benedict, who had written the book that had inspired that series uh was just wrapping up writing uh the dynasty um and he came to me and said hey would you be interested in doing this and um i said sure and i think the you know the opportunity to tell a story about a team that in in from the outside looking in at least had you know always sort of kept everybody at arm's length right they they're you know what you're used to sort of seeing is the bill belichick press conferences and you right. really didn't know that much about the team and the ability to actually talk to the you know 70 plus players coaches executives leagues league officials uh and rivals was just the thing that drew me in and um you know to try to tell a story that would be something that you know, diehard patriot fans would love but also something that people who don't watch football would all love at the same time mm. What's great about the story too is like, what did you like find most intriguing and compelling about this 20 year run? I think that it's that, you know, it's really human beings at the, at the core of this story, right? It's characters. It's not necessarily mm. about the football. It, it's, um, you know, it's a story that starts out about sort of the, the, the underdogs of the NFL, a team that yeah. had never, you know, had, had not really won a Super Bowl before. And, um, you know, these three people who are outsiders who come together and Robert Kraft, who wasn't a billionaire at the time, who could just write a check and buy a team. He had to leverage a lot and he had to sort of yeah. sneak his way into the NFL in order to do it through, you know, uh, starts with the parking lot. And then eventually he gets to the point where he can actually get the team. Um, you get Bill Belichick, who obviously had, had a lot of success as a defensive coordinator for the Giants and at one point for the Patriots. But as Jackie Mack, uh, one of the journalists in the uh, in the series says, you know, he has had a bit of an underwhelming stint as a head coach in, in Cleveland. So these were all outsiders, right, who, you know, um, had a lot to prove. And uh, they created a culture of selflessness and team first and all of these things that led to basically, you know, one Super Bowl, but then very quickly three and four years. And I describe it like almost um like you're on at the beginning of a roller coaster ride and you're slowly getting like pulled up by that chain that gets you to the top, to the top, to the top. Right. And that's what those first three Super Bowls are. And just when you're in the at the top of that and you're peering over the edge, all of a sudden, you know, everybody that's watching that isn't a New England Patriots fan and says, huh, you know, I, I'm not sure if I like how much these guys are winning. And then, you know, the Spygate scandal happens. And then all of a sudden, the team that was the little engine that could uh, is starting to be called the evil empire. And mm. they then start to have to deal with a whole host of really complicated things, but really human things like betrayal and, um, you know, facing one's mortality and, um, you know, all sorts of different stuff 
And then at the end of this incredible 20 year run, um, the team, this team that whose original success was founded on the idea of selflessness and pushing aside sort of the normal trappings of, you know, being a human being, yeah. um, you know, the inevitable sort of happens and ego and all these other things start finding their way in. And that seems to be, according to the people who were there in a lot of ways, the thing that sort of starts to unravel the dynasty. Mm. What do you think it was like the biggest challenge to try to document a 20 year run? Well, we've talked about talking to all the people a little bit, right? That that was yeah. that was a big part of it. The other part was the 35 about plus thousand hours of archival footage that we had access to, much of which had never been seen before, right? Mm. So that was, you know, just the effort of trying to get through that material mm. and find out where the buried treasure was. Um, and then how do we use that to elucidate what's being said in the inter interview chair? Um, but I think it, it it gives the audience an incredible opportunity here. If you're a diehard Patriot fan, or if you don't know anything about the team, you know, look, if you're a diehard Patriots fan, you may have heard about Spygate, but you know, yeah. Bill never talked about it. And mm -hmm. instead now you get to see us talk to all these people about it, but then you also get to go inside the locker room and, um, you know, witness them that season go, from the scandal and then all of a sudden the evil empire is on this undefeated run in the 2007 season and one of the editors described it like you're um you're on the death star uh with the evil empire as they go from planet to planet destroying everybody in their path but instead of it being sort of sullen and and um you know i guess darth vader like they they are having a party as they're doing it and just when you think they're about to do the unthinkable and go undefeated and win the Super Bowl, they sort of face this incredible humbling moment when they lose to the Giants. And so I, I, there's all these sort of incredible things that you get to witness happening. And um, I sort of call it, it's sort of like, to me, it's like Shakespeare, but with footballs. Mm. You mentioned Spike it and everything. The Patriots dynasty, you know, they've been, they've been celebrated by the fans. I've also, we've had, we've been criticized. The team mm. has been criticized and everything. How do you navigate now, like portraying both triumphs and controversies with this team in this documentary? Yeah, I think it happens naturally when you get to talk to the people who are actually there, right? Mm. Because you're not sort of, you're not coming in and you're saying, here's this preconceived notion of how I want to cover this. I want to cover them as villains or I want to cover them as heroes. I think when you talk to the humans that are actually there, the complexity and the nuance that you're, you, you sort of hope for whenever you're telling a story naturally just happens. And um, because for them, it was complicated, right? And, and you go through this process of listening and then letting them sort of tell you what it was like to be in those rooms when they found great success, but also be in those rooms when they started to see this thing come to an end. Mm. Could you uh, share any any like behind the scenes that moments that during the filming process that you enjoyed certain aspects of this dynasty? I mean, there were so many different things. <clears throat> um, I, I'll I'll never forget to this day. Uh, you know, we finally after a year plus got to interview Tom Brady, and I still remember um, thinking to myself, okay, so he's going to show up, and he's going to have a PR person. He's going to have 
you know, hair, he's going to have makeup, he's going to have like 20 different people. Yeah. And, and every time I ask a question, somebody's going to try to walk in and say, yeah, 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 but you just can't, you can't ask it that way. You have to, you know, and, and the opposite was the case. He pulled up to the studio in a car by himself, got out and just said, where do you want me to be? And then that was it. And it was ask any question, go to any topic, anything you want. And I think basically that was the case for everybody that was involved. Um, and so each time it was just great to create an environment where we could just have a conversation, just talk about things and say, well, you know, one of your teammates mentioned this story. How do you feel about that? And then they would take that and they would have a different spin on it. And I think that was the other thing that was really important to us was we didn't want to just allow there to be one narrative of each of these really important topics, especially something like the way that this thing unraveled, right? Mm. What I, I think all of the people on the team that helped me make this thing, uh, we, what we all cared about was making sure that you could come away from this and you could say, well, I understand why Bill did what he did. I understand why Tom did what he did. I understand why Robert did what he did. And I also understand why the other 60 people that we get to talk to felt the way that they did and did the things that they did. And I think, mm. um, you know, again, this just comes back to being able to tell this, this really nuanced and complex story. Mm. You mentioned the team that you worked with, Brian and Jeff. How was it collaborating with these two? Ah, oh, just incredible. I mean, you know, Brian Grazer is one of the most sort of prolific uh, producers in Hollywood history and has made some of the movies that made me want to be a filmmaker in the first place. So just mm. to be able to like be in the same room and talk to him about like what I was thinking and what I was trying to see as we talked to these people was great. And then with Jeff, I mean, you know, I had worked with Jeff on Tiger, the the series that I had done before this one. And I think that the same applies to that one, but really with Jeff, I think a lot of it was he had built up so much trust with within the building and within um, a, a few of the people that we ended up talking to. And it just made it easier to start those conversations and also make it easier for people to kind of let us go and just do what we wanted to do and and know that we were going to tell, like I said, an unvarnished, you know, an unvarnished telling of the New England Patriots, but also one that had a lot of complexity and nuance to it as well. Is there a favorite moment of the documentary or episode uh, for a Patriots fan that you can't wait for them to watch? Oh, for a Patriots fan? I'm not sure. I think one of my favorite moments is the beginning of episode four, um, Look, I always like to surprise people and and take them on a journey, kind of similar to the way that it was for me to be able to um, to to make this thing. And you know, we have the New Jersey State Police officer who um, you know confiscated the uh, actual camera and tape mm. from the Patriots in that Jets game and you know, that in itself is a get, but just the way that that story unfolds and how you're sort of watching this thing. And I think, you know, what I loved about the way that the editors put it together was kind of like, wait, am I still watching this football movie or is this something mm. that's different and sort of, uh, you know, anyway, so I loved that. There were countless things though, that really, you know, were so much fun for me from like the conversation with Bill Belichick and Randy Moss when their first meeting to, um, you know, just 
I, I don't know, like I said, being able to be there in the room with these people and hear the hear their sides of it uh, for the first time. So I, it's hard for me to pick. Amazing. So Dynasty, New England Patriots, uh, Apple TV Plus. Uh, Matt, I want to thank you for uh, giving me you know, today. Oh, sorry, say it again. Oh, I said uh, I wanted to thank you for giving me a few minutes today. This was great. Oh no, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I appreciate